it's going to be a good night. I'm excited. What have we been talking about the past couple weeks? Oh, so good. That's right. You guys are like, it's like you guys are on it. You know, you're just, with, no, we've been talking about how his presence is necessary in our life. Amen. Say so his presence. His presence is necessary in my life. And now I believe, and I hope that the past couple of weeks that, you know, maybe you don't exactly remember every little word that I say, and I don't expect you to remember every single word that I say, but I hope that the principle that you guys understand and know that him being a part of your life, him and his presence being a part of your life is absolutely vital for your existence, vital for your plan, vital for your call, and vital for what you are supposed to do in this life. Amen? So, with that in mind, though, I don't know what all you guys are called to do. I don't know what it is. I don't know what your purpose is. I don't know what your skill set is. I don't know what you were created to be and what you were created to do in this world. But I can guarantee you this. Your purpose, your, your, your achievement, your goal, your objective absolutely involves people. Like you are supposed to, if nothing else, God said the greatest commandments are these two things. Love God with all your soul, all your mind, all, all of your being. Every single, all of you, love God with all your heart, but also love your neighbor as you love yourself. So those two things, that means that is obviously going to be a part of what you are called to do. And so one of the things that that entails is that you are going to have to start sharing Jesus Start sharing his love with people. So the title of my message tonight is called Sharing is Caring. Aw, so cute. I thought about having a bunch of like little bears up here with me, like little stuffed animals and stuff. He's so cute. He's like, oh, sharing's aw, so cute. So we're going to start over here in the book of Matthew, chapter 5, starting in verse 13. Out of the NLT, it says, You are the salt of the earth, but what good is salt if it has lost its flavor? Can you make it salty again? It will be thrown out and trampled underfoot as worthless. You are the light of the world. Say, I'm the light of the world. Say, I'm the light of the world. I'm the light of the world. Ian's the light of the world. I hear about all of you guys. I'm the light of the world. Yeah, like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp and puts it under a basket. Instead, A lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all to see so that everyone will praise your heavenly Father. You are the light of the world. You are the light of the world because you have the light of Jesus Christ living within you. Amen? You've got Jesus. You've got access to his presence. You've got access to his goodness. You've got access to his love. You have the Savior, the Son of God, with you. His love flows through you. His light flows through you. So therefore, you are light. Amen? Let's bow our heads and pray and get our hearts ready to receive, okay? Father God, I thank you so much for this time we have together, Lord. I just thank you in these next few moments and minutes that we share together, that you inspire us, that you equip us, that you encourage us, that you get us ready to go out and be this light, to share your love with people, to share your goodness with people, so that everything that we do points back to you and glorifies and honors everything that you are, God. We just thank you as we dig into this word tonight that we'll be changed and we'll be inspired to do what we've been called to do. Amen. So I've been trying to figure out, you know, like, as, I've, as I've been like studying and preparing for what we're going to be talking about today, I, I don't know why, but I was just like, 
kind of craving cookies. Anyone else in this room like cookies? You guys like cookies? Like, so I, I did a thing. Um, last week I was talking to Annalise and Sophie, and they're like, you should do more examples with food. And I was like, oh, how convenient as I'm craving cookies today. And I started thinking about it. And in my opinion, this is just my opinion, the Chewy Chips Ahoy is far superior to the crusty, gross, normal Chips Ahoy. Things like sawdust in your mouth, you know, a bunch of crazies out there thinking that's the good one. The chewy one's the best one. The chewy one's the greatest one. Because here's the thing about chewy cookies. It does exactly what I want it to be. I want a cookie that's like just dissolving and soft and fluffy in my mouth. A crunchy, nasty, regular Chips Ahoy does not do that. It's a mess and it's dry. And I feel like I got to drink a lot of milk when I'm doing it. But the chewy is just wonderful and it's great. And this is what I believe. I believe this wholeheartedly. And so I live by this. When I get Chips Ahoy, I go for the chewy. But I was thinking about it. You know, I got these things. I got, these, I got myself these Chips Ahoy here. I got these things. This is a lot of cookies for just me. But how awful would it be that if I believed something was so great and so amazing and so wonderful, but I just kept it all to myself? You know, this is like something that like I truly believe, and I'm telling you that it is the far superior cookie. I'm telling you, I'm not saying it's the best cookie in the world, but I am not saying that because anyone in this room had crumble yet? Yeah, crumble's on a whole nother level, all right? And that's, that's like bougie cookie. I'm just talking about, you know, regular old Dan cookie. You know what I mean? This is just boring old Dan and his cookies, Chips Ahoy. But of the store-bought stuff, this is the best. But how... Not cool would that be if I had these amazing cookies and I had this awesome opinion about these cookies. I never told you about them. I never shared them with you. You never got to experience the goodness of a chewy cookie, a chewy Chips Ahoy cookie. Would that not be like cruel? It'd be sad. So for the rest of this service, I'm not going to share the cookies with you guys. You're not, you're not getting any of these. You guys are going to go home and you'll have to find out for yourself. You're going to need someone else to share with you because I refuse. I don't want to. It's uncomfortable to share these cookies with you. It's kind of scary. Sharing is caring. So you guys make valid points. How much easier would it be to share another time if I at least share one time? And if I share another time, it would be even easier after that. Because here's the thing. I'm confident that you will enjoy these cookies because they're good and they're soft and they're wonderful and they're chewy and they're chocolatey. So... If you would like a cookie, dramatic. This is for dramatic effect, Ian. That was satisfying. We should start an ASMR channel just off of that. All right. If you would like to experience the goodness of what I believe is a Chips Ahoy chewy cookie in an orderly fashion. Please come up here and get this. Come get yourself a cookie. I'm sharing with you. I mean, you know, just don't, don't, be, don't, be, don't, be, don't be irrational and take all the cookies. You know, if there's some left over after service, I'll gladly let you guys have some more. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank Jesus for these cookies, guys. He's the reason this is happening tonight. He's the one that pointed me in this direction. These cookies are about him, ultimately. There you go. Look at you guys. And you guys aren't even, like, being, like, crazy, like, animals over here and, like, taking far more than you need. You took exactly what you wanted. So good. Who's enjoying that cookie right now? Yeah, yeah, you are. 
Who else agrees that the Chewy Chips Ahoy is far superior than the regular Chips Ahoy? Let me hear you say, yeah! 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 Craig is mad back there. Everyone just look at Craig and say, boo! Boo, Craig! So I say this to say, I'm not ashamed to be all about the Chewy Chips Ahoy cookie. I'm not ashamed about that. And so in the same way, I know this is silly, guys, and it's just a fun way to get you guys involved in the service, but we need to be proud about what God has done for us. We need to be excited. We need to be silly. You know what I mean? Like, we need to have fun. Like, we need to be confident. We need to be like, God did this for me. You know, like, God has made me a righteous human being now. Like, I'm righteous because of what he's done for me. I I no longer have this, oh, it's so good. He's so amazing. That's what it's saying in that verse about no longer put it under a, let me see, where was it? I don't want to misquote it. It says, no one lights a lamp and then put it under a basket. That'd be like me saying, I love Chips Ahoy cookies, but I say it to myself. Like, everyone's in the room. I was like, I like Chips Ahoy chewy cookies. And I'm not going to talk to you about it because I'm scared. And that's okay. It's, I understand that you're scared. Sometimes it's scary to express things that you love and things that you're proud of. We got to be proud about it. We don't want to put a little shade over our light. We need to shine bright for all to see because when we do that, it says your good deeds, when, we do, when we're proud about the light, when we're proud about the love, we start to live a lifestyle of love. We start to live a lifestyle of light and then our good deeds shine upon all men and then ultimately it glorifies God. When you become proud about what Jesus has done for you, you start to live like Jesus. You start to act like Jesus. You start to respond to people in the way that Jesus would, and ultimately it glorifies God. And that's what you guys got to do. That's what it is to be effective. I love what it says out of Proverbs 28.1. It says, the wicked flee when no one pursues, but the righteous are as bold as a lion. Man, and this, this, I didn't even, this Holy Ghost, Holy Spirit, you're so good. It says the wicked flee when no one pursues. And what I feel like God is saying right now, he's basically saying like these thoughts in your mind when you're like, oh, I should go pray for them. And they're like, what if they think I'm weird and they they tell me that I'm crazy or they, they tell me no. And then God's saying like, but what if they tell you yes? Like why run away before the battle's even started? Like why, why, why set yourself up for failure? It says that the righteous are as bold as lions. And why do you think a lion is bold? Anyone know why a lion is bold? Wow, not a lot of lion fans in here, huh? Because <laughs> they got it. Lions are on the top of the food chain. They are like the big bad cats. Well, you know, okay, of the animal kingdom, guys. All right, if you guys want to get specific, I'm just saying, well, all right, let me just ask, would you walk around a, around a lion? <laughs> you bunch of liars. If it's in a zoo, maybe, but I'm talking about like if you're out there in the jungle, you're not, no. A lion knows that it could tear you apart and it's not afraid of nothing because it's bold. It knows who it is. Yes, Hazilla. Okay, okay, all right. All right, okay, technicalities, lion cubs, <laughs> silly, sillies. You guys, you got to sillies. A lion is on the top, and it knows ain't nobody going to mess with me. That's why it sleeps all day. And a lot of times they're just like sleeping out in the open. Like they don't even care because they're like, what are you going to do? I'm a lion. See, we as believers in Christ, we have to understand who God 
and what he's done for, what God has done for us. We talked about this last week, but over in Romans 5, 1, it says, therefore we have been made right in God's sight by faith. We now have peace with God because of what Jesus Christ, our Lord, has done for us. We've been translated into a new position, into a new uh, creation like we talked about before. We've been made something brand new, a righteous child of God. Old life gone, new life here. This is who you are now. This is what you get to do now. This is what you get to be now. And I know a lot of you are like, but I did this and I've said this and I've been there and I've done that and it's been awful and I'm so, oh, I just feel so guilty. But here's the thing. Romans 8.1 says there is there are no condemnation for those who are in Christ, meaning you might have messed up. You might have said that. You might have felt that. You might have whatever. Your performance does not outdo Jesus' performance. What he did on the cross gets rid of your guilt, gets rid of your shame, gets rid of your condemnation. You can be a confident, bold lion in your walk with him. Like I know some of you are saying right now, like, well, if I start praying for people, they're going to be like, I just saw you do this last week. I just saw you snap back at that teacher last week. I saw you gossiping to your friends. Last week. And you just be like, look, I know what I did last week and it was stupid, okay? But because of Jesus, I've been forgiven and I'm, I'm, I'm taking a new route today. I'm taking a new way of thinking today. I'm, I'm gonna walk in his ways and not my ways today. And you can walk in confidence because of what he's done for you. Amen? 2 Corinthians 5, 21, it says, for, the, for our sake, he made him to be sin who knew no sin so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. He took it all. He took all of it upon himself so that way we never have to face the wrath of judgment of sin. Jesus took it on himself so we don't have to take it. He was our sacrifice. He was a gift unto all of us. And this gift that we've been given, the, the scriptures say that we should freely give it back. We should long to help those in this world that don't know Jesus Christ. There's a lot of people that are living their lifestyle not in righteousness. They're living their lifestyle with condemnation, living their lifestyle with shame, with guilt, with fear, with anxieties, with this, that, and the other. You name it, there's people out there living it, but because of what we are in our righteousness, we don't have to live that way. We can give those things over to God. And so we as believers being a light in this world, we have to be bold and talk to people about why we can feel that way, why we can live that way. Amen? Proverbs 27, 17 says, as iron sharpens iron, so a friend sharpens a friend. You gotta have people in your life that are encouraging you to live this life, to be about this. They're gonna remind you like, yo, <laughs> you are a lion. Yo, yeah, you, you did that. You messed up. You shouldn't have done that, but today's a new day. Give it to God and move on. You know what's right. He loves you. He cares for you. And now it starts to extend that same love, that same grace to those that you encounter. You guys have opportunities every single day to be a witness, to be a light in this world. But if you're not proud to be a light, you're not going to shine on anyone. And I'm not up here trying to like, guilt trip you or anything. Honestly, this is just like to encourage you guys, like next week is a wonderful opportunity because we're having a party night. 
How easy is it to invite someone to church when you're like, yo, we're just going to get together and hang out and have pizza. We're going to play games. We're going to do some stuff. It's going to be fun. It's going to be cool. Like this is a, an easy way for you to start practicing being a light, to start helping those walk in the light, to even find the light, to experience the light, to actually get into his presence so they can begin to feel his love. I mean, you guys like it here, right? Right? <laughs> For the record, you guys are shaking your heads. <laughs> you're not responding, so it's just like, you're so sad. Are you sad? Are you guys sad tonight? You're proud to be here, right? Yeah. Yes, because this is fun. being in a relationship with God is fun. Being in a relationship with God is good. It's amazing. It's wonderful. And like me, I want everyone to, to be in this relationship with him. I want you guys to be in this relationship with him. And I hope and pray that you guys want others to experience his love too. You want others to experience his love? Amen. Over in Luke 5, I love this account. It says, one day while Jesus was teaching, some Pharisees and teachers of religious law were sitting nearby. It seemed that all these men showed up from every village in all of Galilee and Judea, as well as from Jerusalem. And the Lord's healing power was strongly with Jesus. And some men came carrying a paralyzed man on a sleeping mat, and they tried to take him inside to Jesus, but they couldn't reach him because of the crowd. So they went up to the roof and took off some tiles. Then they lowered the sick man on his mat down onto the crowd right in front of Jesus. Seeing their faith, Jesus said to this man, young man, your sins are forgiven. But wait, there's more. The Pharisees and teachers of religious law said to themselves, who does he think he is? That's blasphemy. Only God can forgive sins. And Jesus knew what they were thinking. So he asked them, why do you question this in your hearts? Is it easier to say your sins are forgiven or stand up and walk? So I'll prove to you that the son of man has the authority on earth to forgive sins. Then Jesus turned the paralyzed man and said, stand up, pick up your mat and go home. And immediately as everyone watched, the man jumped up, picked up his mat and went home praising God. Everyone was gripped with great wonder and awe and they praised him exclaiming, we have seen amazing things today. These guys in this, this account right here, they knew Jesus was in this place. They knew Jesus was in this room, and they understood the importance of getting their friend in his presence. They understand why it was so vital that, that, that he got in the room with him and that they, they weren't going to let anything keep them from that. And we should take into the same consideration, especially with the people that we know and have direct relationships with, like we should be checking on them and making sure that they're right with God and that they're able to access his presence. And what's great and wonderful is that you get to carry the presence of God with you everywhere you go. And, and, and again, like I know sometimes it's scary and it's hard, but if you have opportunities like we're talking about with next week, it's like you can just be like, yo, come, come hang out with us next week. We're going to have pizza. We're going to have games. We're going to do this. And, and that's a one way to get them in the presence. But don't let anything stop you. Don't let anything put a shade on your light. Don't doubt this boldness, this confidence of being a righteous child of God. Like, you guys, with your name and, and who you are as, like, a natural human being, like, 
Sophie Dow has privileges at the Dow household that I, Cody Edger, do not. I can't just walk in Sophie's house and start eating out of her fridge just because I want to. No, her dad would probably be like, get out of my house, you weirdo. Like, you can't do that. Like, a normal person would have to at least knock on the door and then at least ask permission. But Sophie can just walk right in and go open up a gallon of milk and leave it on the counter if she wants to. She'll probably get in trouble, but it's it's whatever. She can do that. I cannot. Like, you as a righteous child of God, you have rights and privileges. Like, you have access to the Father. And what's great is you can invite people into his home because you have authority of who comes in the door. Start inviting them to God's house. Start and invite them into your life. You know, I say God's house, you know, and there's a wonderful, there's all kinds of churches. So I'm not saying like every single person, you know, has to come to a blaze. Well, I think we're amazing and great and awesome. Ultimately, I think everyone just needs to come in contact with Jesus because that's what's most important. You know, we've been saying this over the past few weeks, but time in his presence is a guaranteed change. Everyone that encounters Jesus, at least in the accounts of the Bible, like they left different. This man, when he left that house that day, when he went in on his mat, he left guilt-free because his sins were forgiven and he left walking out. Like how radical is that? How wild is that? That you could be a part of someone's life being radically changed. Be proud. Be proud of your giftings. Be proud of what God put on the inside of you. Be proud of who he is in your life. Be proud of your position because it's good and it's great. Be bold as a lion. Step out. Pray for people. It says, go into all the world, into all of creation. Pray for the sick. Let them be changed. To all the world your cul-de-sacs, your bus stop, your classrooms, grocery store, wherever it is for you. Go into all the world. Be bold about who you are in God and what he's done for you. If you don't know what to say, just think about what God's done for you. You're living today. You had food today. You got clothes on your back. You got breath in your lungs. If you really start to think about it, God's done a lot more for you than you probably think. And maybe you've had some hard times. Maybe you've had some hard goes. Maybe you have some things that are quote-unquote issues, but God is still your God. He's still with you in this moment. He's still with you in this time, and he loves you, and he cares for you, and he's always fighting for you. Nothing is impossible for your God. Lean on him in every situation and every understanding. And, and, and always, always, Fall back on those things when you're talking to other people because those are the things that are going to help people most. Hearing what God has done for you and why, why you follow God. Be bold. Don't be ashamed. Amen.